0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kemp with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Super excited. We've got a very cool guest. She's very talented. She is the founder of her own business. She is a leadership coach and consultant. She's created a sales program for business to for business, to business um, sales. <laughs> please welcome uh, Catherine Canty. She is joining us from, from South Carolina. Thank you, Catherine, for joining us today. Can you please introduce yourself? Tell the audience a little bit about your background.
1: Of course. Thank you, Diana, for having me here. I really appreciate it. Um, My background started in corporate America for so, let's say over 20 years, I've been traveling the country about 60% of the time, helping other people grow their business. And being in the business of banking, it allows you to open up a lot of doors. A lot of people need money. And so I wasn't stuck in one industry. I was able to actually get into a lot of different industries and learn about a lot of different types of businesses in large cities and, and rural communities. So for 20 years, I did that and had a lot of just wonderful opportunities. And as I, uh, towards the end of that career uh, within banking, I realized that I needed to do something more, give more. Um, a lot of people helped me get to where I am today. And this is my way of being able to get back. And so a couple of years before I, I left corporate, I hired a coach and she helped me transition into becoming a leadership coach and a consultant. And um, the folks that I've been able to work with since I left corporate have been able to create 100% of the time measured results as seen by their stakeholders and peers in regards to the um, coaching program that we have. So um, it's it's been a lot of fun and I'm excited to, to be here and to be able to share stories with you.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, um, I, recently I've been talking to a lot of different types of coaches or entrepreneurs that have kind of, and, they, and you got... And it's interesting how you guys put it, like breaking out of corporate America, like you kind of like breaking out of prison in a way, <laughs> uh, breaking out of jail. And I, I love these stories because you go for, you know, a successful corporate America employees, you go from something so structured and so stable to just really totally taking a risk. And I love it. And I, and I love that. It's almost like, you I feel like for, it's like a, an awakening almost.
1: It is. It, it's, a, it's a huge transition. So it's easy to sell for other people and easy to hide behind the logo and the reputation that the larger companies bring to the table. And uh, part of that transition is building the confidence in yourself to be able to continue to represent yourself, but not have the logo and the brand to stand behind, but to actually go out there and create your own. So it takes a lot of, um, I guess, courage to be able to do that. And um, I mean, you know, it, it just takes a lot to be able to Kind of let it go. And that's been my identity and a lot of other people's identity for a very long time. And um, the good thing is, is, is that I've got a great network who supported me to get to where I am today. And it was incredibly humbling for them to continue to support me, even though I left that traditional role. So yeah. a lot of my clients, we stayed in touch and they rehired me after I left uh, to do a lot of work for them. And it's fun. So they know that they can trust me in their boardrooms. They can trust me with their clients. They can trust me with their staff. Um, But these are relationships that have been built over time. And uh, when the opportunity comes up and they just need someone to come in and and be able to consult or coach um, and help their team to continue to grow, they, they see me as another resource, another advisor that they can count on to show up and help deliver results because we worked together for so long prior.
0: Um,
1: I'm just another kind of resource for them to be able to, to use. So I'm excited to be able to continue to help them.
0: That's awesome. Um, So did you have, and and I have asked this by other, you know, other guests that have maybe gone through, you know, that corporate. So I have one guest that she, her, her brand is called the corporate breakup. And so she coaches, like you said, you had a coach, coaches people on how to Get you know to break up with your corporate job and move on into becoming an entrepreneur. So I'm different. I've been a serial entrepreneur my whole life. So like at 13, I had a little like grass cutting, babysitting business. 18, I was an event planner and um, and personal trainer. And then I met my late husband, and we had five businesses together. So really, my first time having to get a corporate job was. <laughs> after my husband passed away in the last five years and I, it just doesn't really fit. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure. I was like, I got, the pink hair. Well, I mean, it's magenta, reddish, whatever, you know, and I, and I'm very vocal and very outspoken. So if I don't like something, I'm going to say something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I can, don't, don't get me wrong. I can play nicely with other people, other people in the sandbox. I, I, you know, I, I can do all that, but I don't, it doesn't quite fit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So mm-hmm. for me, it was like, I've always been looking for like, how am I going to get out of this? How am I going to support myself and, and do like, just be my own boss again? Um, I, cause I was kind of forced into having to get into corporate America. But, um, when I asked my guests that I talked to that have gone through that transition that have been long-term corporate people, did you have a defining moment that was, that was like, you know what, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm ready to move on. You know, cause there's always something that kind of like pull you, that makes you pull the trigger.
1: Yeah, so I think the if you listen this might sound a little woo woo but um if you listen the universe kind of tells you that that it's been fun and it's it's time to transition and um I've got a couple of stories that that come to mind and one of them was when I had this incredible 10 year 12 year career really with one bank and I loved it and it was just it was so unique and special and fun and energizing and not what you think of with when you think of a traditional bank. Uh-huh. And we were problem solving and um, just had a wonderful team to work with. And management stuff just changes and things begin to happen. And I remember sitting at a board table um, in Phoenix City, Alabama, and everybody, there's probably about 12 people were problem solving something. Um, the C level exec is in the room, and he's looking for suggestions. And I just remember, like it was yesterday, I kind of leaned into the conversation. And said I've, and and the way I kind of preface, you know, when you talk about magenta hair and you're just you've, you're vocal. I tend to be a little vocal at times and have my opinion that I want to express. But I know for me, I need to kind of like give them a pre question before I dump everything because they're probably going to be shocked. So my pre question is, I've I've got some information I and I'd like to be able to share that. And I was completely overlooked and, and dismissed in a way and um, looked around. And I mean, I, it was very surreal to be at that table um, with my peers and with these particular folks that I've been working with for a good 10 to 12 years and, um, and just realize it's, it's been good. And so now like I can look back on it and like, I'm okay, because life throws different things at you and you yeah. don't know what you're going to do. And I just remember being overlooked and I remember being such a champion of everything we ever did and recognized the entire way when the recognition went away, it was time for me to figure a new way. And, um, and it didn't happen overnight. So I'm very strategic and thought and planning. And I don't want to give up the paycheck until I have the next paycheck lined up. And um, that was just the day that came that said, look, okay, I hear you, universe. It's it's time to move on. So let's just start figuring out what the next fit's going to be. And, um, you know, in this last um, opportunity that came my way, it was it was fun, you know, rebuilding and and recreating. And, um, you know, they need to shake things up a lot. And in that position, I was the second female in 100 years to be hired to actually have this relationship management role. So I went in there as the only female with a group of men and they didn't hire women for these positions prior to me being there traditionally for a hundred years, which is uh-huh. crazy because this is in the 2000s. This is not yeah. like, I'm, t- I'm not that old. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And so by the time I left, the entire team was nothing but working moms and they had put a a label on, on that position that you couldn't be a female who was going to travel. And you certainly couldn't have young kids at home to be able to do this because you're going to be away from the house. And the irony is, is by the time we left, I mean, it was moms and, and, you know, 30, 40 year old women with kids and families at home that were making it happen. And, um, so I saw that, that transition happen and, um, you know, just, love that, great, by the way. thank you. And it was just, you know, it, it It's scary and and you have the courage to show up every day and just create a little bit of change every day so nobody's shocked any more than they already are. And um, at the end of it, I looked around, I'm like, I feel like my work's done here. I've done as much as I can. It's wonderful. I can stay. They, they like me and I like them. I just want more. And uh, so part of that just kind of led me into figuring out where to go from here and the entire process that got me here. I've had so many incredible mentors and sponsors that helped me. And there's a big difference between the two, but so many people that helped me to get here that I want to figure out a way to give it back. And i know that I can't help those guys because they're already retired some of them are deceased I mean you know these folks they help me along the way and I always just figured you know how can I help them and for me to be able to help them my version of that is to be able to pay it forward with the next folk um, the next individual that's coming down the line that needs help navigating that atmosphere or just navigating how do you build influence within an organization or a community so um that's, that's kind of where I am right now is, is finding a way to be able to give back.
0: I love it. So how long have you been, have you had your, your own brand now that you've, since you've left corporate America?
1: Yeah. So it has been, it's almost two years, so probably about a year and a half. And um, of all the clients that I've worked with, I've coached a little over 20 people. And what I like about the work is, it's not them that get to decide whether or not they improved. It's the people around them that get to decide if that leader has improved. And um, the process is in, it's involving the stakeholders and the people around you. It's hard enough to change. It's yeah. way harder to get somebody else to see that you changed. So you incorporate them in on the conversations as you're creating your own change Mm -hmm. and at the end of it we actually put out a survey and say hey have you seen improvements yes or no and um also what are one or two things these folks can do to continue the momentum that they've created and they've all been able to create success for themselves
0: that's awesome so um what type of businesses or people reach out to you to work with you because you strictly are you just working with is it business to business work
1: a lot, well, my whole experience is B2B. So everything I've ever done is just businesses selling to businesses. So I have a lot of experience with that. But I'm also um, giving back to our local community with our United Way. And they have some leaders within the organization that want to just continue to grow their leadership. And they're not just looking for another manager. They're looking for senior leaders within the community. And so um, with that particular instance, you know, working with a nonprofit and, and, and you know, nonprofits need just as much leadership support as the big corporates. And um, so I'm looking, you know, I, I work with the corporates, I work with a small business. Um, and then I've also got what I call low bono. It's not pro bono, but I need to have them financially involved a little bit to make sure, make sure they've got the momentum to show up and um, and do some work with that as well.
0: What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Kempel of Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Ho, 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 ladies. The holidays came early, not only for you, but for your man here at Manscaped, the leading men's hygiene brand. Manscaped just launched new products that your man will actually use, including their all-new ultra-premium body wash and a two-in-one shampoo and conditioner. Also, this awesome refined cologne. It smells so sexy. My man loves it. I love him wearing it, especially after he's all clean shaven, using the Lawnmower 4.0 and trimming those nasty nose hairs and those ear hairs. You know, you know what I'm saying, ladies? It's time to give the man in your life the gift of beautiful skin, hair, hand balls this holiday season. Go to manscaped.com and use the code LabelFree20 for twenty percent off and free shipping. That's right, ladies, twenty percent off and free shipping with the code labelfree twenty at manscaped.com. That kind of fits in well with the whole corporate thing, because corporate America is pretty pretty much all men, even though that, that is getting more diverse these days.
1: It's getting a little bit more diverse. Yes, that is kind of funny how it all fits together, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it, yes, it, yes, it is very funny. Actually, I have a story. So I, um, you know, because I told you I, I lost my corporate job in December and um, I've, you know, I've been looking for another job just because I don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, I am trusting the universe. I'm surrendering to whatever's going to happen. I'm trying. I like I'm. I wake up every day joyful, grateful, you know, just very faithful. So I did have an interview with the company and I would have been a great, great salesperson. It was outside sales, basically for uh, human, um, human capital management, you know, so like um, HR type stuff. And I was in the safety industry a couple of years ago and I did outside sales in the same territory that they're looking to, to fill this position. And so I already had all the HR contacts, Like I have the binder still of all the people that I had met with a couple of years ago. And some of those contacts may have changed, but I already have an in with those companies having a name, a contact from before. So I did, went through this whole interview process. It was sounded like great. I am like, Oh, I'd be a great fit. I've already built up this territory in my last business. They liked me. So at the last company I was with, and um, it was a, it was a gentleman that interviewed me, a younger guy. And I was just, you know, I am always very bright. Like I'm, I very rarely, I'm always wearing bright colors and, you know, and I know that's not typically the norm in corporate, but I've had, I've had a couple of corporate jobs in the last couple of years, but I, I got the feeling from him that because I was a strong woman and I was very like confident that I, I, I think I, I intimidated him and, and I did not get that job, even though with all my contacts that I had, and I've proven in this territory that I have built it up and sold and all that, they chose to go a different direction. And I was just like, "Hmm, okay. And I I just like, I knew because I could feel it, you know, even though it's through Zoom, I could feel like that his like, uh, I mean, him feeling a little insecure by me. Does that make sense?
1: Oh, totally makes sense.
0: Yeah. totally. So I was like, I was pretty upset about that. Cause I was like, you know what? I would have been a great fit for this position.
1: But and did you really want to work with them?
0: Probably not. But you know, here I'm thinking like, like the reality of things, like my finances, like, you know, I gotta be smart. I have a home. I own my home. You know, it's like, just, just me. Like, I'm not remarried. I don't have anybody else that lives with me and I have pets, you know? So like in my mind, I'm like thinking like, well, if this is an opportunity. that's meant for me that I'm, I'm going to have to go after it. But yeah, it's probably for the best that <laughs> it didn't work out, but it was just that, just that stigma that's around yeah. corporate. And, and, it, yeah. I, and I I felt that that day and I was just like, wow, that's pretty messed up.
1: It, it's, it's a reality that's out there. And I know at times I've been told a bright light, even though today I'm wearing my, my black and white, but. You don't know this, but I've got on my leather pants and some, you know, Ooh, skater tennis up. shoes. So, yeah. So, you know, I hate that stigma that's that's out there of these powerful women. But then the irony is, is when you are who you are, there's just a level of, of being relaxed and you get in your groove and you can make stuff happen when you're comfortable and you're being who your authentic self is and the best thing is about this podcasting and just reaching out to people and kind of freeing and and letting go of that label of corporate um has been this amazing opportunity of connecting with people who like the fact that I live in the south and I talk funny and I'm just gonna do whatever I want to do and um (laughs) And, you know, I kind of stick out because I live in the South and I think a lot of folks think, oh, she worked at a bank. She must be a teller down there at at the local branch. Why are you down there when I go in for my deposit? I said, well, I'm not exactly a bank teller, I actually go out and, you know, go sell to pretty large corporates, yeah. um, treasury management. And these are folks who are writing, you know, tens of thousands of checks a day, and they need overnight investments and reconciliation that's automated and fraud control and, you know, and all this stuff. And, they, and their eyes glaze over probably yeah. like that guy did when you talk to them and you're just showing <laughs> up to be you. And so I'm having to learn, I've got to temper myself on on some level because otherwise The people I live with, you know, they may never talk to me again. They may just say, whoa. But at the same time, um, just kind of striking that balance. And I think podcasting and reaching out to people, um, just connection. Like when I say I'm a tenacious connector, I love putting people together. Um, You may not have the same backgrounds, but you may have the same cause and the same purpose. And you may look totally different, but you have so much in common. And um, I've been accused of putting maybe two things that don't look alike together. And they're like, we don't see what the connection is. And then I just, I explain what the connection is and they're like, Oh, I had no idea that we had so much in common. So, you know, we don't want to judge, judge the book by the cover. And, and, um, I think you would have been fully successful with that job. I think you probably would have been crazy having to work with that guy. Um, if you could already feel that energy coming across through just zoom, could you imagine in person and, you, there's probably not enough wine to get through a week like that, having to work with somebody like that. So, um, I think let it let it happen because I'm sure something wonderful, way better than that, is is on the other end of all of this.
0: Yeah, yeah, and thank you for that. Um, actually, I, I had a producer reach out to me yesterday that wants from a network that wants me wants my show on the network. I was just like okay, that's cool. Let me like, I got to send over your terms. Let me review that verse. Yeah. So yeah, no, things are definitely happening with this and it's just, has been very organic, but, but yeah, um, I kind of just, I, yeah, the corporate world is, I feel very toxic in a lot of ways, but it's necessary for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Like that, that is a great A great journey for um i mean it's unfortunate to say but most of society takes that journey but when you were when you have a higher calling when there's something more that you have to offer like yourself you need to follow that and pursue it because you are a shining light for for someone that might be going through a struggle that sees you as this like this wife this mother this this powerful woman and wants to break out and do something on their own too. And it's just very important. It's very important to tell your story and to, to, you know, self-promote because I think as women, we aren't, we aren't encouraged to self-promote as much as men are.
1: Encouraged or decouraged?
0: we are not encouraged.
1: No, we're not. I don't think so at all. And, um, to kind of bring it home a little bit, you know, I've got babysitters cause I have an eight year old son. And so, you know, for the past eight years, we have just different high school girls that come in and babysit and I'll get, bring the guys in as well, but there's always more girl babysitters around. And, um, it, it's flattering that the moms kind of just reach out to me and say, I appreciate just being available for my daughter because she gets to see a different way of living, a different way of working. Um, there's not a lot of people that live in a small town, but can still travel um, and go see clients and have a corporate job but not have to be in a corporate day-to-day atmosphere. And um, so as a result of that, just, you know, allowing them the opportunity to see things in a different light. Um, I had a intern last summer, a college intern from a family friend, amazingly Brilliant, talented college student, and um, like wants to do genetic work and breaking genetic codes um, and and solving these big equations. She's like, "Oh, it's no big deal. It's just a math problem." I'm like, "No, it's not. It's so big." Yeah. And um, and so she said, "You know, she wants to get into a particular internship," and I'm like, "Oh." perfect. Let's figure out how to get into that business and get you a connection. She's like, how do you do that? And so we spent, you know, a day or two and I just showed her, this is how the network works. And this is how we're going to get you in. And once you get in, this is what you're going to do. And this is how you're going to follow up. And this is how you're going to get an internship. And um, just to be able to provide that kind of insight to that younger generation and and to be able to give back um, at that level, I feel like, you know that could help her forever, just to know how to kind of crack the code to get into a business that she wants to be in. So, and it's fun, you know, to be able to help other people and see that process.
0: I love that you're a mentor for her. You're yeah, little like boss babe, showing her showing her the ropes. That that's, that's <laughs> it's important. I had well, like I had a, a fa- We're gonna get back on track here and bring okay. to a close. But I had a fashion design business that I was trying to get off the ground, and I. I did not fail because it was my dream. I went in too hard, too fast, and I probably should have done a little bit more research, but I was kind of reeling from my husband passing away and I was just like all like into it. But I had a younger girl. That, that was like my assistant, I paid her, you know, minimum wage and that she'd come in and she would make calls for me and just like do a lot of my admin stuff. And I was like trying to teach her, you know, some of that stuff like LinkedIn and how you're going to connect with people. And it was like, that was very fulfilling for me, but I don't think she did anything with it. I think she got a little lost with the boyfriend that she was with, but it is a very good feeling when you can teach a younger generation, some of the skills that we have learned over time, you know, it's taken yeah. some time to get, to get that knowledge. With that being said, Catherine, where can people find you if they want to reach out to you, hire you, and and just get a little bit more information about what you can do for them?
1: Thank you for asking. My website is Catherine Canty, and it's with a C. And then also you can find me at LinkedIn, and I keep it simple. It's Catherine Canty that's on LinkedIn, and uh, either LinkedIn or my website, and you can connect with me there, and I'll be happy to help.
0: Awesome. And I will put those links in the description of the episode. Catherine, you are amazing. Any last words of wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience?
1: Keep learning. Don't stop learning.
0: Yeah. Very important. That's the, especially in today's world, God knows it's changing so quickly. Yeah. This is your host, Deanna Kemple with Label Free Podcasts. Live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to subscribe, mm-hmm. like, comment, share, follow all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.